Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast. You're here for episode number 319. I am recording at a different time and, well, not a terribly different place because I'm at home, but I'm not down in my cozy little basement lair. Actually, it's my basement prayer space right next to the furnace across from the washing machine. But I'm upstairs in our living room, which we also call the library because of the books that we have. And um, it is morning, the morning after yesterday, which was Thursday. Today's Friday, of course. And yesterday was a long evening. It was a long evening because it was our annual, or actually semi-annual, because I think we do this again in the um, after the semester report cards come out. But this was parent-teacher conference night. And today, to give us a break from teaching, is our faculty retreat day. So I don't have to go in until a little bit later, but I do need to leave here pretty soon, so I'm going to try to keep this kind of brief. But yesterday, parent-teacher conference day, is um, a long evening. It's not, well, it's actually about as long as a last Thursday, or the Thursday before, that we had open house, which was probably actually technically a longer evening because I didn't leave school that night until after nine and I left school last night after 8 30 so a little bit shorter and quite honestly last night was easier because when I didn't have appointments with parents I was able to sit in my classroom and get some work done or chat with colleagues or do whatever to pass the time but um it was um it was a good evening and um we do this kind of old school There's a schedule and 15-minute blocks, and the parents who are interested in a conference call the school, and um, one of the um, administrative assistants actually does the scheduling, writing it on the schedule, and beyond the people who are on the schedule, like I mentioned, the classroom door is opened, and anyone who wants can stop by and say hello or seek a a more formal conversation if, if the need might be there. So my scheduled conversations last night were were pretty good, and it's always nice to meet parents, especially because I teach freshmen, and um, it is um, interesting because I, in many ways, and for some of them, are are their first taste of what taking religion as a course in school is. Now, some have taken religion in elementary, middle schools that were Catholic or Christian. We have a number of kids from different Christian um, elementary slash middle schools, but there are those who are coming for the very first time into a, um, a Catholic religion class. And so that's sometimes the conversation that I have with parents talking about, um, you know, sort of what that means and reassuring them perhaps or clarifying whatever it might be. And did a little bit of that last night. Um, there was one parent who um, I asked to come in and, and she did because needed to talk about some specific concerns with her child. And then there was actually a parent on my schedule who I was hoping to see because um, I need to, to talk about her child. And um, she didn't show up, which was unfortunate. So I'm going to have to follow up a little bit on that and, and see what we can uh, arrange. But the God presence moment for the evening actually came from an unexpected um, drop-in. And 
It was one of those um, moments where it was nice to reconnect with a, um, a, a dad of a student that I, I got to know over the last few years. So this particular student was in my freshman religion class and possibly my sophomore. I sometimes have a hard time remembering if I taught a specific student once or twice. I know if I taught them at least once, freshman or sophomore year, but sometimes that two years in a row gets a little a little more hazy. Nevertheless, I, I definitely taught this, um, this, this boy who is now a senior, and um, I would talk to his dad from time to time when he was in my class, and um, now that he is not in my class, I, I um, you know, don't have the same contact with, with the dad. But last night he stopped by to say hello, and it was a really nice little point of connection because um, the dad shared with me that his son is going on our first Kairos retreat. Now, listeners to the podcast will know that a few weeks ago I was on our junior retreat, and I, I think I talked about that experience. I know that I did because I recorded from the, um, the chapel at the retreat center, and I, I talked about that. But this is the more significant, kind of the capstone retreat of our four-year retreat program. Our seniors and leaders, who are their peers, go to the same retreat center that, um, that I was at, but they're there for three nights. And it is a very, um, um, the word I guess is a, it's a retreat that unfolds and develops with speakers and it moves toward a, you know, toward a sort of a very powerful emotional experience and spiritual, mystical, I guess, experience of, of love, of God's love, agape. And this, um, this dad knew sort of what happens on this retreat because this is in, in some ways kind of a younger version or a younger focused retreat than the well-known Corsio retreat that adults um, go on in, in various places. It's, I think they're, they're related to each other. One um, kind of is, is modeled on the other. I think the Kairos is modeled on the Corsio um, instead of vice versa. Nevertheless, one of the key parts of both of these retreats is the retreatant at a very um, important moment receives letters that friends and family and for students, their teachers perhaps, have written them. And they receive these letters that talk about, you know, the, 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 the person and, and, you know, God's presence and God's love. And, and it's just a, a very powerful moment when um, the retreatants are reading the, these letters privately and tears are shed and prayers are, are offered and joy in many cases is, is felt. So this dad was telling me uh, that he um, and his wife together wrote a letter to their son who will receive this in just a few days time. The retreat starts Sunday and goes till Wednesday of next week, Thanksgiving week. And um, what was really touching about it and what was the God presence moment was the dad was telling me specifically what he was, um, what he wrote already for his son to read on this retreat. And, and it was really beautiful and it was really touching. And the dad was telling me about sort of how he, you know, the growth that he has seen in his son and, and his hopes and his dreams. And, um, and I, I still have some contact with this young man. So I, I do see him pretty regularly. Um, and we, we chat once in a while and, you know, so I, I 
he's not a stranger to me in the school, but rather, again, somebody that um, who, who I don't teach, but I do see. And um, it was just wonderful, again, to hear the dad just share these words. And he, um, the dad got kind of a, a big smile on his face, and he, he said, you know, I concluded it, my wife and I concluded it by saying, never forget that you are a beloved child of God, eternally and um, unconditionally loved. And um, I, I just thought that was a beautiful thing for a, a parent to say to their child, and something that I try in my own way to say to my own children, and can be kind of hard sometimes in the midst of the day-to-day, in the midst of teenage life, where, you know, you're popularity with the teenager is up one minute and down the next and sideways and upwards and downwards and inside out and all of that. And um, I think that's just the nature of parenting teenagers. But this particular um, dad just, I think, spelled it out in, in such a such a wonderful way, in a way that I really know will be impactful for his son to hear, especially at the moment when he will hear that on this retreat. in in just a few days. So I left um, parent-teacher night last night kind of tired, kind of drained, but it did go by. It went by pretty quickly, and um, the um, outcome, I think, was good, and it's nice this morning to have a few extra minutes at home to relax before I have to go in, and um, it'll be nice to kind of retreat today with, uh, with my colleagues, and we get out a little bit early, too, earlier than usual, so that'll be nice, too, because I got a big evening this evening, which I'll, um, I'm sure I'll tell you about tonight when I do my, uh, my next episode. So I conclude with this idea of people reminding us of God's love. So who recently in your life has reminded you of your belovedness, your goodness, the grace that God is showering upon you and within you and through you constantly? When have you heard that recently? When have you felt that? And when you have heard that and when you have felt that, what have you done with that? And then kind of flipping that around, when have you showered someone with words of reminding him or her of God's love for him or her and the fact that he or she is God's beloved son or daughter? When have you said those words? Or when have you acted those words to someone in your life recently? As always, thank you so much for listening. Blessings and peace.